0: Yeah. 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 Oh my. Oh my, what a wonderful time. Yeah. Been a minute since I pulled up outside. Yo, yo, yo. We're back. Took a little break during the holiday season, but we're back and we're better. got, uh, got a couple of guests with us today. And not a couple of guests. We got one special guest. My main man, Alexander. What's going on, bro?
1: What's going on, guys? Great to be here. Happy to start up the new year on the, on the podcast.
0: Awesome, man. We're happy to have you, brother. Agneel, talk to me.
2: Good, man. Glad to be back. Glad that we could get this started. First podcast of the year.
0: Absolutely. Joel, welcome back, man. It's been like I haven't seen you since last year on here, bro. <laughs> you got jokes, bro. Um,
3: really good to be back, man. Glad to be back with um, this group of guys, you know. And now with the new year, you know, looking forward to all the different episodes we're gonna make this year, and you know, also ready to get started with all the interesting stuff that we're gonna talk about
0: today. Absolutely. Speaking of interesting, yesterday was a interesting day. Uh, you guys remember the what was those called the? When you went into school, the bell ringer. Y'all remember the bell ringer or, like, the daily news or whatever? You had to, like, write about something? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They're, yeah. They're, like, like the morning,
1: the, pretty much the morning news that they did every, every morning. No, right. then, after yeah. The National Anthem.
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, but, but then, at least in, when I was in school, they would make us do, like, an actual, like, summary. So you would have to pick, like, a topic and then write about it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, so I, remember I, so there, I
3: remember
1: that. I remember that.
0: So, so the reason I'm even saying that I, I don't know why this came my head. Um, literally, if if we were in school, yo, everyone would be writing about what happened yesterday. Yeah. Uh, this whole incident with the Capitol and the uh, <laughs> the riot and all that. Um, who can tell us a little bit more about what happened yesterday? I mean, it
3: was a it was a surge, you know, a um,
0: couple of um
3: supporters. Um, of the Republican Party, you know, they pretty much stormed into the Capitol and things like that, you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, political stuff in it. But um, overall, you know, it was kind of very um sad thing to see, you know, um how, you know, that was that form of destruction was done, you know, and, and things like that, you know, and I think also, you know, they hurted people and it just got out of hand, you know, it's, it's unfortunate to see um, those type of things happen. But
0: you know.
3: Uh, don't know that's
0: what we live in.
3: Exactly. That's like the words out of our mouth.
0: Yeah, that's the world we live in, man. Um I did see some things on on Twitter about supposedly it was planned from before that uh, something Trump that big, something was, that
1: um something that I guess news spreading and something that, you know, that is that hard to get into, that's always planned. There's no way that, you know, you can act on that and wake up one morning and just say that, oh, we're going to attack Congress or we're going to go into the Capitol. You know, that's, that's always something that's planned. That's something
0: that you can plan out from one day to another. I agree 100%, especially the amount of people that were there. So yeah,
3: it, it looked like a collected, um, a collected uh, effort to... Just from the capital, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, we don't really know um, who started it or what it is that happened, you know, but obviously this is going to cause us a lot of controversy, you know, and unfortunately, it looks like we're starting 2021 on the wrong foot because right when we thought, you know, okay, maybe like all these, you know, bad stuff stops happening and stuff like that, but the reality is the world is just turned upside down and you know, who knows when we'll come back to just normality.
0: Literally, so let's see. Uh, I I just know that I've been laughing all all day yesterday and today. With the memes, with all, the, all the memes that they've been <laughs> they've been making and stuff. So, you know, yeah. they always find a way to make the best of everything.
3: Yeah, yeah Twitter,
0: that's true. Twitter I mean, does not
3: um, Twitter does not play with that. Twitter <laughs> <laughs> will make memes out of anybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also one of the things you have to keep in mind is uh, you know, like everything, there's always extremists. There's people that are pro and they could be pro anything, and they're pro they're extreme to it. You know, sometimes whether you're you know, whatever republic whatever party you part, whether it's a Republican, whether it's a Democrat, whether they're independent, anything like that. Um, there's always extremists. There's always a small group of people that are very loud, that make a lot of noise. And it's important that nobody generalizes a whole group just because of the actions of a, of a small group, you know.
0: Right, it's a subgroup. Right, I agree. It's always good to to look at the logical side of things and not just judge based on what you immediately see, you know. It's always good to try to understand exactly what's going on. So I agree 100% with that. Speaking of uh, of the government, though, did y'all get your stimulus check yet, or what? What's popping? <laughs> I did. <laughs> you got yours? Yeah. yeah, I got it, like, um,
3: I got it, like, I think, the second week. I think it was, I know they said the first week, oh, they're sending them out. I think I got it, like, the second week. I I believe I got it on a
1: Friday, if I'm You got it on, I got it on New Year's Day, so it was pretty much Friday.
3: Yeah, no, actually, so, yeah, I did get it the first week. I just didn't get it Monday. I got it on Friday. So I got it the first week.
0: I'm gonna tell y'all right now when I got it. I just saw it come in and it was like I it had to be the first week. I wanna say it was literally the first day, and I was so surprised and like what? Because last time it took forever. I, I think
1: it. I think um how they're doing it this time it's actually kinda like backwards. The people that got it last are getting it first this time. And that the people that got it first are getting it last.
2: All I know is that I'm gonna to have to wait until I file my taxes to get mine because I the account that I received the first stimulus check I closed that account, so I won't be getting it.
1: They'll send so you, you a get check. check. Yeah, a check though. They'll yeah, but my accountant
2: check. told me that they probably won't. They would have to file it under the taxes and I'll claim it, and then they'll give it to me in the taxes.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I've heard that too. Maybe. I've heard but... that too,
2: so. I'm fine
3: with whatever. You know, I'm not really. And I hurry for it either. that's actually that's actually a good point that you make Agneel. just for those people that actually do listen and have not gotten their stimulus check you can report it on your taxes that you did not receive even even the 1200 as well
1: yeah whether it's the yeah. 1200 or whether it's the 600 either way yeah. you can do it
3: yeah, and
2: they're going to open they're also going to open um more sba loans for those of you who have a business account you could apply even if you previously had those had already an sba loan you could apply once again if you were denied in the past, you could apply again and even if you didn't apply, you could apply again no
0: um on on mine it's it's show, I'm pretty sure i got, I got it on the first as well because it shows that it posted on the fourth and you guys know especially you guys having banking experience you guys will know that um, it, it takes a couple of days to post so I don't know. But that's, that's cool, man. Ho- hopefully, you, you get it in the mail. like you know, My brothers did get it in the mail. I just don't know what your whole situation with changing the account and stuff. I don't know how that's going to work out. Either yeah, way. I, I know that a lot of
2: people, they got it in the mail for the first one. But since I actually received the first one as direct deposit, I don't know what's going to happen now with this second one.
0: That's, that's funny because mine came in as a, the first one was a check. And then now this one is a direct deposit. So it's like, it's weird. And then my brother just got a check in the mail. So, they're still sending out checks. That's what I'm saying. So, we don't know. I don't know. It's all it over the place. On how
3: you did. It depends on how you do your taxes. So
0: They said I that, but I, I had direct deposit last when I did my taxes. So, so, I don't know why, like, the last one came in as a check and now this one came in as a direct. I just feel like they're all, it's all, like, messy. You know what I mean? Because they're all over the place. But anyway, uh, it, whether you get it or not, you know, once you follow your taxes, like you said, you'll be straight. So. You know, yeah, yeah. No worries on that. Did you guys notice like a shift in the in the stock market when that when the stimmy started hitting, or?
3: Bro, I have not been on it, but the market has been really, really, really good over the past um, few days. Um, bro, I'm up fifty. Sure it, it was it was a
1: it was a projection that it was gonna go up, whether it was the stock market or whether it was the crypto market. It was gonna go up because people see the six hundred as an opportunity that to, you know, invest, whether it's in a small amount or whether it's in a big amount, whether it's, you know, a blue chip stock or whether it's something new, they see it as an opportunity. And that was a projection that most people were looking into when they first announced that they were going to get 600.
2: Is that a new, a new stimulus bill too, is, uh, shows like good signs for the, for the government itself. So that makes the the market rise. Um, I've been following the market closely this whole week and yesterday after the, the news of what broke out in the White House, the market did take a small hit, but it recovered very nicely, both both after closing and, to, and today as well. So, I mean, that's still a good sign. The market has continued to rally. And we're seeing, it, like Alex said, in both crypto and the stock
0: market in both. Yeah. I saw, right I saw Bitcoin went crazy, like crazy, crazy. How much was it down to in March? Like around, I want to say it was like eight thousand or. About well, no March it was
1: three no March was 3, yeah. 3, 3, That's
0: insane, insane. That,
1: you know that happened everything with the lockdown. People got nervous and people get shaky and then they they sold out to what they had.
2: And it's up about like uh, thirteen hundred I believe
3: percent from March to now. That's
0: ridiculous. One thousand three hundred percent. Were That's you guys? would have
3: invested three thousand dollars back then. You would have been what, like thirty-five thousand dollars richer now? I mean, I know yeah. it's at like thirty-six, but it hit forty um, earlier on today, I believe, right? Yeah. So if you would have, if you, yeah, pretty much, if you
2: had about three thousand dollars, just three thousand dollars, you would have turned those three thousand dollars to forty thousand dollars.
1: It's pretty you much wanna, uh, you ha- The way you have to think about <laughs> Bitcoin and at that point, at that point, is just you have to think about it as a it's a savings account you put your savings account in there and you just let it grow in interest. That's a simple way of putting it.
2: JP Morgan Chase actually gave it a go of about, I believe, 130000 So a lot of people, that's another reason why it because uh, JP Morgan gave it a, that positive review. So a lot of people do believe that it's going to, you know, surpass the $100,000. dollars let uh, This
0: that is the highest insane. it's been though, right? This is the
1: highest. This is the highest it's ever been here. I mean that goes into going into the stimulus money as well because that's gonna be more of printing money and that's gonna affect the inflation of the dollar and that just helps Bitcoin honestly.
0: Right. Well, let's see where all this crypto stuff ends up taking us. I'm I'm up on uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, Dogecoin. Yeah, <laughs> Dogecoin. Yeah, Dogecoin. The Twitter. The Twitter.
2: I haven't actually bought that coin, but I've seen a lot of hype on it. I actually got back to trading a little more serious this week, and I'm up, like, 75% or something like that for the week.
1: Nice.
0: I, uh, I threw 25 bucks into Dogecoin. That, that's points, how crazy like, the week has been, though. I'm not,
1: yeah, I'm not going to lie. My crypto has been insane this week. Between everything, between between all my different cryptos, I'm probably up, like, what, like, 75% or something like that. That's beautiful.
3: That's wild, man.
2: I got Are to you? The, Are you?
1: Week,
2: ahead, that um I always hear from like big traders that um there's days where you make like there's like a week where you make where you make it multiple months and then there's uh days where where it's more slow weeks where it's more slow you know you just make one day at a time weeks like like this week you have to upgrade a child you know you make
0: a, a when you make it a month or two yeah that's facts. uh Alex did you buy into Dogecoin at all or.
1: Uh, No, I didn't buy into Dogecoin. I actually had a friend, another friend that did buy into Dogecoin, and he actually made some money because he bought. Because right now, if I'm not mistaken, let's go check out what Dogecoin is right now. Dogecoin, because it actually has a really big market cap. It's like at 1 billion. So right now it's at 0.0094. So that means it's 94. So it would be—it's not even ninety-four of not, a penny. It's yeah. even less than a penny.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I bought way back. Let me see if I can find a date here. Uh, July. I put twenty-five bucks into it. <laughs> I saw some Facebook posts and some guys like, "Yo, just um, you know, throw twenty-five dollars in there. You never know how how much it could it could pop off to." And I'm like, you know, it, this thing ends up being the next freaking Bitcoin, and then I didn't listen, so I was like, whatever. And I'm up, I'm up like 60 bucks or some crap like that. But yeah. it worked
1: because those are the type of coins that the percentages, or the way, the way it works is the more you have, the higher the percentages that you're going to, you know, yeah, the, the if, something go, if something goes up 40%, it's a lot easier for something like Dogecoin to go up 40% than it is for something like Bitcoin to go up oh, 40%. Oh,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's up. so, it's so small. Yeah. And it's such a small amount. Yeah.
2: The same thing happens, like, like, uh, penny stocks could have, you know, if they have a few million, um, volume, they're going to pop up 20, 30, 40%. If, if, uh, Apple has the same volume, it's barely going to move. It's going to move like 1% because that's how it is. When you have a small market cap, you move
1: easier. The, the cool thing about something like Dogecoin is that it's, it's followed by, by Twitter, which it has a, you know, an insane following. So as a lot of.
3: started and you make back some money man i don't think anything is ever going to blow up like bitcoin though. No. i mean what no. do you guys think that's not gonna happen i don't believe so either but yeah. think like, blow up the way
2: bitcoin blew up from march until now the way tesla blew up from march until now We'll see how tesla continues to run yeah
1: we talked we've talked about this before and between me in between me neil and joel Oh. Uh, you know, I don't think anything's gonna outbeat Bitcoin. Can it get to something and get to a level of, like, you know, Ethereum, maybe Cardano, XRP, you know, whichever one you might believe in. But whenever it gets to that point where Bitcoin is at now, Bitcoin's already gonna be way above it. You know. Yeah, it's not something that
3: it was the first it, one, is, so it's always gonna be there. Yeah,
1: you know, everybody, everybody knows that ever, Usually, when something is first, it's usually like. That maybe not. They're not the best. They're not the best, but they were the first ones. You know, everything after that came because of that.
3: Yeah, they started the movement. You know, in other
1: words. Exactly. I mean, um. And we're talking about money. We're talking about real, actual. It's not physical money, but it's virtual money. But it's real money. You could go and if you have a Bitcoin, you could go and you could buy a car with one Bitcoin.
3: You could go buy a car. That is insane. That is crazy. Um, I mean I think that is what that is what eventually is gonna happen, you know. I think everything the, the purpose of it is that it's gonna go digital. You know, and I mean I'd say that it's not yeah. too crazy to say I feel like everything nowadays is it's just moving in that direction, you know. So who knows? Who knows what ends up happening. I know that um, at least from my side, I have not been investing at all like I used to. I've been pretty off, um, if I do say so myself, like I kind of I've not been keeping up much, but, um, obviously I still have, um, money invested in the, in the stock market and man, Tesla has really been like, uh, the bright spark in my, in my portfolio, like the way that it keeps on moving, you know, with the S&P 500 edition, um, you know, it's just, it, it's just insane, you know, it's almost like, it's almost, how, how to say it? it's almost impossible to predict or bet against Tesla, you know, at this point, because, they just keep on um, pretty much just defining the odds, if I, if that makes any sense. Um, I remember um, when they did get added to the S&P 500, which I believe was December 21st, when it was officially done. Um, I know Tesla rallied when they gave out the news. So a lot of people thought that, okay, once they, um, once, they, once they actually announce it on the 21st, it goes through. It's probably going to slow down now because the hype is already out the way. You know, and it did, it did actually fall a little bit, but it, it literally did nothing. Like, look at it, it's almost a week, two weeks after, and it's, it's already up nearly like $130 more than it was then in December 21st. You know, it's up $203.77 in the past month, you know, um, so it is, it's, it's crazy the way that it's, you know, it's, it's moving.
1: It's the big, it's the big coin of actual, of, of stocks
3: pretty much yeah
2: EVs. the movement that it's had from march until now is pretty similar uh tesla actually did a stock split that they divided their stock into four back in march they were worth three hundred dollars and now if you don't take the if you don't take the split into account they're worth three thousand three hundred dollars so that's a good over a thousand percent move that they've moved so similar to Tesla as well and like yep. Joel has a lot of you know a lot of experts have said that it's a bubble market that, uh, they say don't invest your money in Tesla, you know, it's going to crash, this and that. And like Joel said, it continues to defy the odds to the point that today it was reported that Elon Musk became the richest man in the world over Jeff Bezos just because of the stock that he has, all the shares that he has in, in Tesla stocks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was, was going to bring that up. Dude, in that last year, his net worth went up $150 billion in one year. It's crazy, man. Those are the type of, of like billionaires that to be honest, they
2: barely, they, they don't even have billions in their own accounts, but they're worth that much because of how many shares they have in, in
1: their company. Yeah. That, I mean, I think that's most, uh, that's, honestly, that's most, uh, the richest people in the world to supposedly, they're rich in, in oh, stocks, sorry. they're rich in investments, in, in real estate and assets. Yeah,
2: we, we talked about it here before. Jeff Bezos' salary in Amazon is like $70,000 a year. And the reason he's the richest man in the world, or was the richest man in the world, is because of how many
3: shares he has of Amazon yeah tesla tesla i i feel like Tesla you know i think um like neil always said it, you know, um or neil, sorry, neil always said you know that like oh you wanna invest into something invest into Tesla as a savings account and you know that's gonna end up paying for like your kids and stuff you know like i'm i I'm, I'm up ninety six percent right now since I invested in i know that and uh, along like the time I've, I've thought about selling, you know, I've thought about, Hey, let me take my gains here. You know, I'm just like, you know what? Like I honestly, I'm treating this account just as a long-term, you know, and I've, and I've kept it, you know, and now I'm up like 96%. You know, I have this other friend who's also should be up around a hundred percent. Shout out Jaylene. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's, it's been crazy, man. It's been crazy. And I mean, I know that I, I took the decision to, um, invest long-term, um, just because, you know, short-term didn't go so well for me. Um, you know, I didn't have any losses, thankfully, but, you know, just, it was very time-consuming um, at the time and I ended up, you know, just going another route and, you know, I've seen a lot of results coming out of, you know, long-term investing, you know, if you do pick the right, um, stocks and, and things like that. Um, I don't know. What, I don't know if you guys have heard of Neo. I don't know what your thoughts are on Neo, but um, I also um, I'm up pretty big on them too.
2: Yeah, Neo is very similar to Tesla in the fact that they're like an EV company, but they're based off of China. But yeah.
1: You know,
3: yeah. Neo N- is also a cryptocurrency, right? No, Neo is like a, it's like an electric um company yes. as well, like Yeah,
0: that. electric vehicles. I keep Uh, hearing some buzz about them supposedly working with Apple to make a car or something like that. And there's people saying that they're going to end up being better than Tesla and blah, blah, blah. I mean, have y'all heard anything about that? that. No, I was saying I've, I've heard some buzz about Neo supposedly building a car with Apple. And I've been hearing stuff like some buzz about them it's, supposedly. I believe
3: it's, isn't it? Um, Hyundai who is trying to build a car with a- Apple,
0: or am I wrong? I'm not. Sure. I mean, from what I heard, it was Neil, but I I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure it was Neil. And then they were saying it was going to be an, an EV, like an electric right. vehicle, and that they were going to be competing with Tesla. I mean, and listen. They anything Apple up...
3: gets their hands on is going to compete. So. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't be surprised. There were rumors about
2: Apple with Neil. I'm not sure if they followed through with them. I, I actually heard some buzz as well that uh, the, that deal fell through. I'm not sure. So definitely, there's nothing
3: set in stone yet. That would be crazy, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. from what I'm from what I'm looking at, yeah, Hyundai's the even Hyundai stocks they soared today because even just the rumor of them them going into a partnership with Apple. Maybe yeah, yeah,
2: I I think Hyundai
1: is like the the front
2: runner right now. No, no, but but Hyundai Hyundai is trying to develop a self driving car with Apple. They're not trying to develop an EV, like a like electronic vehicle. Oh, just a self driving car, self driving you know I mean? car. How would you guys feel about that? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Tesla mean it. does it, bro. But you know, Tesla is five years ahead of everyone right now.
1: Tesla's a self-driving car, Joel. yeah. Self-driving but but Tesla's car.
2: technology is like five years ahead of everyone, so I don't know how yeah, or, any other car yeah. there right now.
1: The, the thing about Tesla's technology is that it's it's five years ahead of everybody, and it's a patent. In, you know what a patent means is that they pretty much own it. Nobody else can make it. If you want to make it, you have to pay Tesla to use their product, and that's even if they let you. So someone else has to come and build their own um, system and build their own technology. They can't use what off, what Tesla built already.
2: I'm not sure if it's the new Hyundai Sonata, but I have seen videos of the new ha- one of the new Hyundais that it does what Tesla does that with the remote. You can press on the remote and the car drives to you for the parking. The Hyundai does the same thing now. So I'm not sure they're trying to to work with that development, you know, make it better. But that I have seen videos that Hyundais
3: are already doing that. Man, that sounds so risky, bro. Like, it is just... Bro, the
1: thing if, is you, the if you looks, look at... Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say that actually, if you go look at them in the safest type, in the safest cars, is actually Tesla's actually one of the safest cars there is. When it comes to you know everything from malfunctions to accidents to parts, it's actually one of the safest cars.
3: There's not split the into. not split into. The thing
0: is that those cars, oh, that nice. those cars don't happen to any car. What did you say, Joel?
3: I think it splits on two on purpose, though.
2: Oh, I don't know. I, I have things that, that, but I'm not that sure accident it's on someone died because the car split into was a Tesla. I'm not sure if it does it on purpose. I haven't read into that. All I know is that's my next car, so hopefully they're they're <laughs> yeah. <safe.
3: laughs> yeah, I think it does does it on purpose. I mean, that's that's I think that's what I read. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure it does. But
1: and all the I, new ones go finish.
3: That I, I think like that. It's a, there's a purpose behind it. Like there's a there's a safety reason for it. I'm not I'm not entirely sure what it is, but. Well, yeah
0: those cars come with so many sensors and they're so so well developed man that it's just like that that self-driving feature that it has i don't think it's that risk. i mean i i see why you would say that but it has cameras literally like everywhere like sensors and cameras and it can sense like if there's a car nearby an object this or that and it'll stop so i mean the only way is if it malfunctions but i, I haven't really heard I mean, if if, if, they were, if they were to have a big problem malfunctioning, Tesla wouldn't be doing that great. <laughs> so that's a great indicator of how right. good the car is. We've talked about uh, it here before.
2: Remember, Tesla's not just a, a vehicle company. They're a software company, and they have one of the smartest people in the world working for them. You know, not just Elon Musk, who's probably the smartest person since Tesla himself. They have a lot of brilliant people that work for that company, that develop that software that's, like I said, five years ahead of everybody. You know, there's companies that are trying to compete with Tesla right now. All these automotive companies, they know that they're being left behind. They know Can that you Tesla- explain, can
3: you guys explain to me what, what, what exactly it means when, when they refer to it, they're five years ahead. Like, how do they come to that conclusion? They have technology. I mean, that's just, you know, pretty
2: much estimates, but they have technology that they don't expect any other company to have for, for the next few years. Even if they didn't have the patent, because like Alex said, that's technology that they don't expect
3: anybody else to have. And is it because they haven't shown it to anybody or is it because obviously they would, the, the companies would have to come up with it? There's companies that have tried working
2: with Tesla. I believe they, they were going to do a deal with Audi. If I'm, if I'm, not sh- I'm not sure if it was Audi themselves. But there is companies that are trying to work with Tesla because of the technology that they have. Just because it's technology that they developed themselves. You know, when Tesla came up with this idea many years ago, they, they laughed at them. People laughed at their, their idea. They said it was never going to work. You know, we're seeing now what it's
3: become. Right.
1: It's just like it's just like how you said Joel. You're asking like is that because they haven't shown them the technology? No, it's not that they haven't shown them the technology, it's that they can't use it because they're it's not it's not in their in their right to use it. Tesla can show I'll give you an example. Tesla can show Hyundai their technology, but Hyundai won't be able to use it because it's not theirs. They have to develop their own software and it's just like Neil said, they have Tesla has people that are so smart, and they see things that are 20 years in the future, and those people work for Tesla. They don't work for Hyundai.
3: Right.
2: Look, Tesla's most simple battery, I believe their, their, their range is 400 miles. I don't think there's a single EV out there that does more than 200 miles. That's how crazy it is, and that's their simplest battery. And they're like that's, that's more than a, that's a full tank. <laughs> I, I know, I know you had Tesla when it was the whole hype about Battery Day. They, they they've talked about a lot of things that they're planning for the next five years for their batteries. So they're gonna get even more. They're gonna get way better than what they are right now. You know, so they're not staying behind with the technology they have. They continue to develop and they continue to improve.
0: Guys, I'm reading here about about why cars split in half. It seems like a lot of these higher-end cars are actually designed to do that, to protect yeah. to protect the uh, occupant inside. It says modern cars are designed to protect the occupants inside by sacrificing the parts around it. We call these crumple zones when we're talking about rear-end or head-on collisions. So I don't think it's just Tesla, because I, I saw a Lambo that the same thing happened. Uh, also to prevent fires, because some of them have the, the engines in the back, so it'll just, like, literally automatically just, like, Crumple off, and that way it prevents fire and death and stuff like that. So, that's an interesting fun fact for everybody. <laughs>
3: yes,
0: sir. Anyway, so talk to me about Bradley Beal. 60 now point you game. You talk to me about Bradley Beal. Ah. I'm loving it. The mm-hmm. world actually hit me up trying to trade because we, we got the fantasy league going on. Come on, man. I ain't going to put my business out there. Uh, I'm putting we'll 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 this, we'll play, this man on blast. The we'll world hasn't been
2: on Twitter. He, he hasn't realized that one of his players that is currently... Michael Carden Jr. I get yeah, it, you. not going
0: to cry on podcast, bro. I'm ten not more comment. days. Ten more days. I saw that. Ten more days in quarantine. Wait,
1: they put him ten more days? Yeah, oh, bro. Oh, my God. Wow. He was going to come back on Friday. He was supposed to come back
3: yesterday. No, he was supposed to come back yesterday. I just want to say shout out to Jeremy for being the biggest cager in fantasy history. <laughs> Man, hey, listen, let me tell you something about Bradley Beal, bro. That guy has worked his butt off He's a because boxer. because I remember like watching Bradley Beal, you know, and it was like John Wall was was much better than Bradley Beal, you know, bro. Like I don't think John Wall. Has ever been this good? I mean, what are your opinions on that? You guys
1: think oh, Bradley – imagine,
3: imagine drafting Michael K.
2: Giltridge over that guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think I think uh, in terms of athleticism, John Wall's got him beat. And maybe overall, uh, but in, in, ter- in regards to scoring, I think Bradley Beal is a better scorer than John Wall. Nah, sure. I think Bradley Beal is a better player. Overall player? Right now, yeah, for sure he's the better player. No, yeah. no, no,
3: no. I mean prime John Wall against prime Beal.
2: It's debatable because John Wall is a facilitator. He was one of the – he had one of the highest IQ of any player in the league. You know, yeah. You're different types of player. He's a slasher. Bradley Beal is more of creating your own shots.
0: And he plays so and, excellent off-ball, man. I mean, he's getting all these points. There Russell Russell Westbrook there handling the ball for the most part. You know, he's playing all, all these uh, off-the-picks and spot of shots and this and that. I mean, he's just killing it, bro. I, that's
1: probably the best – that's probably the most underrated part of his game, the part that he – the fact that he plays off the ball. Bradley Pio, if you watch his game, he, he's on the ball. And, and he played with the high with the usage rate he has, is on the ball. But he, for the most part, career-wise, he's played off the ball. Yeah. Pretty much. His whole, he's not someone that – he's not a James Harden. He's not a LeBron. He's not someone that, like, always needs the ball. He's very yeah. – he's always moving.
2: I feel like he took a huge step forward. from Since last season, he had the chance to play by himself pretty much because John Wall did miss the whole season. And he was playing with the ball in his hands, and sometimes he was playing off the ball because he was playing with Isaiah Thomas. And I think that developed his game a lot because this that we're seeing this year, he did the same thing last year. He was having nights like this all the time last year. And everything about his 55. game 55 last year. Yeah, every, everything about his game is underrated. That is the most underrated player in the NBA. He didn't even he make the game All-Star game, bro. He didn't make the All-Star game last year. He averaged almost 30 points a game. That
0: pissed, that pissed me off. If he doesn't make it this year, that's going to be wild. Like, I'm just going to lose all three. No, no, he's NBA. making it this year. Yeah, he has something. Oh, he's better. <laughs> a lot
2: of people are going to talk about Russell Westbrook because, like I say all the time, he's the most, one of the most overrated players. Bradley Beal is the best player on that team. There's no way Russell Westbrook is better than Bradley Beal. Not at the moment. No, but
1: I don't think anybody's saying that Russell Westbrook is better than Bradley Beal. I don't know,
0: bro. A lot of people think that Bradley, that Russell Westbrook is like a
1: top 10 player. Yeah, they, they and, worship but, him. I, the, I, I, I think it's debatable. The most cool thing about Bradley Beal is that when Bradley Beal first came into the league, there was a huge narrative about him being injured all the time because he He was was. – I remember him. He was always injured. And they would always talk about how he would probably have to be on a minutes restriction. I never forgot that. I read that a few years ago, maybe five years ago, and it was talking about how he always had to be – he might have to be on a minutes restriction for the rest of his career. And now look at him now.
2: Yep. Yeah, Bradley Beal missed a lot of
3: time in his career. A lot of I mean, that's I think that's just, you know, a lot of hard work, man. If I'm being honest with you. I think Riley Vill worked his butt off. You know, to get to that. So
1: Yeah,
3: you know, there's a lot it's
1: of things. what you see on the when you see on the court is not what you see, you know, behind the scenes these people spend hours, you know, hours upon hours upon hours, you know, working on their on their craft. It's a, it's a full time job that they yeah. do. Obviously they get handsomely compensated, but it's a full time job.
3: So what are you guys have any of you guys watched the Hornets game this year? Because if not, then y'all going to have to hear me. Talking <laughs> talking talkin crap, bro. Talk Don't about LaMelo. Listen, man. Listen. He is overrated 100%. But, <laughs> but, he's good. He's really good. Listen. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, his brother. If you watch him play, you can tell right off the bat that he is so immature. You can tell right off the bat that he's never played in a college. Um, I mean, you know, he played in what? Australia. You can tell he didn't play in the, what do you call it? NCAA,
0: right? NCAA, yeah.
3: NCAA. You can tell he didn't. You know, like, the, the just the, the organic, um, like, being organized on the court. Like, you can tell sometimes that he's just a little bit lost. But he just, but he's just so talented. He is so gifted that he finds a way to produce, to hustle, to rebound, to assist, to score, to steal the ball. Like he, it's just like you watch him play, and it's just instincts. Like Lamelo Ball, right off the bat, I'm gonna tell you now: this year you're probably not gonna see um, the best of him. But I think that by next year, Lamelo Ball is gonna be a Good player once he gets that one year in the NBA on his belt and then he gets to train um in the offseason. He is and and he also looks like the type of guy who thrives off like hype and like crowds and things like that. You know, so maybe even having a lot of fans even helps him. Because I do think that is a factor into how you play. Yeah. But but man, like, okay, like I tell you. He is definitely overrated. I 100% agree with that comment that I know a lot of people make. But if you take your time to watch a Charlotte Hornets game, you'll realize he's good. He's good. And let me tell you, he plays off the ball, you know. And and it's not that he plays well off the ball, but I mean in the sense that, like, he doesn't have the ball in his hands all the time at all. They will play um they'll That's play pretty Devontae pretty cool. Graham with him and Devontae Graham handles the ball. And Lamelo Ball will be in like the corner and things like that. You know, so so imagine what his numbers could be like if he just had the ball. Like as much as as you know, as pretty much the type of player he is 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 ball dominant You know, I think that guy's gonna be good, man. I think he's gonna be really good because he's already better than his brother was in his rookie year. Absolutely. I agree that they, they, they have very similar games in the
2: sense that they're both facilitators and they, they both have extremely high basketball IQ. They're amazing at finding the open man, um, But they do, both of them have that funky shot. You know, they struggle to co- consistently make their threes and mid-range, but he is way ahead offensively than his brother is and a way better offensive player than his brother was in his rookie season. From the little bit I've seen from him, he seems like he's much better than his
3: brother. He's gonna have a much better career than his brother as well.
2: Yeah. I
0: would have
3: bet out Alonzo because, to be honest, I think Alonzo's just man. I think Alonzo's really good. Yeah, my opinion, I, I love Alonzo, bro. I love Alonzo. I think Alonzo can get um better, you know. But I mean, you know, the perspective that you see right now, you know, yeah, the mellow Ball looks. I mean, like, bro, like the other day, I remember it's like a third quarter, man. This guy got seven points, eight boards, and seven assists. And I'm like, bro, you're coming off the bench, like. You know, like, he's just – he kind of just, like, you know, when you watch him drop those 100 points back um, when he was in um, what, – what is it? Something Hills? Uh Chino
0: Hills. Hills. Chino Hills. Chino Hills.
3: Hill Hills. yeah. You know, it was like, yo, this guy's a ball hunger, bro. Like, this guy's just taking every shot, you know. This yeah, but he's like,
0: like a – boy. he was like a man playing against boys. Yeah, he's there.
3: like, this guy's cherry picking. But, like, he doesn't – he doesn't play like that, you know. He – you know, he he is a he he does have a little bit of aggressiveness in him. Like he is a little bit aggressive. Um, like when he attacks, but but he does look to pass, you know, and like I just feel like he's not he's not what I thought he was gonna be. Like I thought he was gonna be like a stubborn kid. I mean, I think he still kind of looked like a stubborn kid, but like play like a stubborn kid in that sense is what I meant. Yeah, you but know. At
2: the end of the day, he has a lot to still develop. He's 19 years old. You know, he's gonna to continue to get yeah, for sure. He's a six, eight point guard, man. He has excellent size for his position, which his brother doesn't. He, he you already see something that you don't see in a lot of rookies. You know, he could continue to develop his game. He continue to get much better than what he is. Like you said, you know, he's not excellent enough at all, but those are things that you continue to develop. You know, you're not gonna be good from one day to the other. This guy has been in the league for two weeks. They didn't have summer league, they didn't have pre they didn't have the lengthy preseason season. preseason.
0: You know this kid was pretty much yep. thrown into the NBA. Yeah, he just got thrown in there. That's true. Yeah, I think he has he has a lot of potential, man. We just got to watch how it plays out and how he develops over the years. Because you know it's his first year and the kid's nineteen, and he hasn't he didn't play college ball like like everybody else. So we'll see. How about uh, the Nets, man? How do you guys feel about Kyrie and and KD? They've been balling. They've impressed me because I wasn't expecting them to be balling like that. I'm not gonna lie to you. Maybe, maybe that's foolish of me, but they're five
1: and four right now. They're pretty much a five hundred team right now. But I mean, Kevin Durant's been missing a few games. Kyrie tonight he missed his game for a personal reason. Whatever awesome. those might be, whatever those might be, you know, we don't know yet. But I mean, they're a team that had a short pre. Like it's just like you guys were saying about Lebron Ball. They had. No preseason. They practice together for the first time because last year Kevin was hurt, Kyrie was hurt too. They come back. They don't play. They don't play in the bubble. They come. They go on through a, like a three-week training camp. Now they, now are out. Kevin has um, on protocol. Like they're all over the place, you know. Just like a lot of the teams are. So they, they haven't hit their peak, and they look good, but they haven't peaked.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think uh, they're gonna do some damage in the in the East. As as much as I hate to admit it, I don't know why I just I don't I just like that team so much. Maybe it's Kyrie. I'm still like resent. I resent him for leaving Cleveland and just I, being, being a diva overall. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think they're gonna do some damage in the East, man.
1: I think they're one of the teams that they strive on on um on playing on 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 series. You know, playing the same teams. There's some teams that play well because they're playing different teams every day. But when someone get, has to plan, when you have to plan to play another team a specific way, there's teams that struggle. But I think this team is actually built to play a series. Like you, you have to plan to be able to guard Kyrie, to be able to guard Gay to be able to guard Karris to be able to guard Jerry Allen. Yeah. Like, there's people that you always have to be on the lookout for because Jerry Allen can easily drop you fifteen and fifteen. Karstur can drop you thirty, as well as KD can drop you thirty.
0: Yeah, they got a, they got a nice bench. I mean, the overall team, like you said, they they got they got people that can drop fifteen on the head top at any point. So, <laughs> like I said, man, I hate to admit it, but they might be finals bound. I mean, I know they're not they're not the best uh, in terms of record right now, but it's early in the season. Um, when we're looking at a at a postseason situation, man, if they make it, they're going to be an issue for sure. How about the 76ers? I know they got the best record in the league. How do you guys feel about them? Overachieving.
1: Definitely overachieving. You think so? <laughs> I think they're overachieving. I think they got rid of, you know, one of their problems, which was probably their their coach, who was – he didn't really run any anything. He just kind of, like – let the game come to him. And I see from what I watched them a bit from what I see now, they, they're more of like ball movement oriented. They're not just stay in the same place. Joel and be let him do his thing. And then Ben Simmons does his thing. Now it's more of like spread, but I, I I think they're a bit overachieving right now, in my opinion. Yeah,
2: I, I yeah. agree with Alex, but we have yeah. to remember too, they have uh, one of the best regular season coaches in Doc Rivers and they, they got a, a lot of really good shooters this year. Steph Curry is having an amazing season. And Danny Green, you know, whatever people say about him, he's still one of the best shooters in the league. So they've surrounded that team with very good shooters. And Tobias Harris is having a great season too. So the talent is there. You know, they might not be the best team in the East, but they're going to have a really good record this year. They're going to be top five seed for sure. Steph Curry is
0: balling, as a doesn't matter. I just
1: fact. looked up Steph Curry. Right about that. He's shooting 59% from three over eight games. Always, yeah. it's only eight games, but dang, that is an impossible number to brother. hold. Better his brother. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Better player, too.
0: Do they, do you, this, might, this might be kind of a dumb question, but do you think y'all, that they'd be working out together and stuff and his brother?
2: Probably, yeah. I'm sure in the off season they get together.
0: I'm they sure out. they
1: do, but I don't know how, how much, to be honest. I don't know. I feel like they're, they're not like, I feel like they do their own thing, to be honest.
0: No, you're not that close, right? Yeah. But that would probably help them a lot, man, because Steph is – Yeah, but – Steph is a different – Your dad
2: was an amazing shooter when he was in the league, too. So, that's, that's yeah. like your blood.
0: It, it's just in the yeah, blood. Those,
2: those guys know how to shoot the ball, like, better than anyone. I've never seen a family shoot so well.
1: Wow. It's like that. I mean, since they were a little kids, their dad showed showed them how to shoot and that, that, sh- that built into you, you know? It's just it, it. you become monotonous, it's just part of who you are.
0: Forget it, speaking of shooters, the beard is he coming to miami
1: <laughs> I think I think Where's he's, he going? I think he's trying to play his way into Miami or somewhere, maybe not Miami, but somewhere out in the, out of Houston. That wow, boy, I out
0: think of that. you think do you think they're going to step him out before the deadline?
3: Do you, do you, I don't know. What man. do you think he's
1: trying to play himself out? Because he doesn't look that interested, man. He just—I mean—he never looks that interested, to be honest. But I mean, he's—he's he's playing, but I don't think—I don't think he, he's just there. Yeah, I don't think he's. Like, yesterday, I was watching the game, and he let Bradley Beal shoot. I mean, not Bradley Beal. John Wall shoot like I think twenty plus shots. When have you ever seen someone on his team shoot more shots than him?
2: Yeah, and John yeah. was getting a lot of assists, so you already know he's playing with the ball in his hands a lot. And James Harden's not the type to let somebody else play with the ball Not hands.
3: really. Yeah. James Harden had, like, what, like 14, 13 assists the other day.
1: Yeah, he did, he did. Yeah, yeah. no, I
3: think, I think it's the same. I think it's just that, like, I, I don't know, man. I think that maybe he's trying something new. I was listening oh, to
2: the radio today, and they were talking about, you know, Miami pretty much has a slow start. And they were saying that if this slow start continues, that Miami should make a move. To be honest, you know, it could be said that Miami's probably not as good as they were last year. You know, the talent is there, but everybody else in the East got better. There's a lot of talent around the whole league. So I could see Miami trying to make a move. I'm not going to say they're going for James Harden because we don't, you know, we know Houston's asking price for James Harden. They wanted like eight players. Miami's not going to blow up their team for one player. But I could see Miami making a splash, whether it's for an important role player
1: or a big name. But I d I don't think that they'd stay with the same the same roster they had this year. Miami's not the team Miami's not the team to to get desperate. They're not ones to make like big big trades like mid season like that. You know, when you think about it, all their big trades ever in their, their history, are usually in the off season. But I mean right now they're three and four. And if you watch the games, they kinda they kinda you know who is really the guy that they go to to score? Not not the like the go to at the end of the game, but just like in general, like who's their who's their guy? They don't really have that guy who's gonna give you twenty a night. It could be anybody, really.
0: Yeah, it could be Bam. It could be Jimmy. It could be anybody. Duncan, or it could be Tyler. Nobody. Yeah, or they all just go for twelve or fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens in Miami, man. And James Harden, I feel like he's going to end up getting traded, but I just don't know. I have no idea who's going to pay pay the price. Um, what are you guys thinking about about the Jazz, the Grizzlies, the Hawks, that they're going to start letting fans come to the games? What do you guys think about that? You guys think that's too risky? or, or The Rockets have
1: been letting people come to the games. They think Miami
0: has them. too, right? I
1: don't mm, think so. Guys. No, I don't think so, no. The Rockets, I, think, I know, yeah. The Rockets, I think, yeah, but not Miami.
2: Yeah, but things are more in control in places like Texas. The, it depends on the city. I have no issue with it if it depends on the city. And obviously, I figure they're, they're not going to be at full capacity. You know, they're going to limit the fans. The same way we saw here with the Dolphins games. You know, they're letting people in, but social distance and less fans than normal. And obviously, you have to wear your face mask.
0: Yeah. The whole time or just when you're walking through?
1: I have no the idea. The whole time. It. It's the whole time. Yeah, wow. for the whole time. In the Dolphins games you get to wear them the whole time. Obviously some people, you know, you would yeah, show yeah. the ca- the camera always show them and they didn't have it on. But technically you're supposed to have it on the whole time.
3: I think I believe the Memphis Grizzlies, I'm always watching the game today. Um against the Cavs. And I believe they were saying that that um they're gonna let two thousand people in um only. So, you know, it's still, it's still so, so, so little, you know. It's a little
1: trickier with NBA because they're in like a closed building. It's not like in the NFL where it's in open air. Right. But, you know, it's still, yeah, it all depends on where you are. I think,
3: I think at the end of the day, you know, I think everybody just has to look at it as in, you know, this is progress, you know, and we're hopefully moving a little bit more to the, to, to more, um,
0: yeah, normality because,
3: man, like, Really having like a lot of fans and stuff, I think really changes the whole dynamic of the.
1: It's different, man. It's weird watching games like that. It's weird. It is when you when you watch the NFL, like maybe it's a little different, and especially because they pipe in noise sometimes. But in the NBA, you you notice it, bro. When all you're hearing is the the ball dribbling, the ball dribbling, or or then you hear like a grunt or something. It's just like, oh, it's like eerie about it. It yeah, it's eerie.
0: How do y'all? Uh, the thing, the thing with that is like it's been affecting the the league financially a lot. And then like, we all were talking about it in the chat, the group chat, about the expansion and and how that could help um, bring some more money into the league. The two point five billion per team. Um, how do you, what do you guys think about that? I mean, you guys think that's a smart move in general, or? I think everybody so we... talks about this, you
3: know, and I don't think. I mean I think uh, I I don't know I don't know the NBA's finances you know so I, I'm not going to give my opinion on that.
1: Yeah, I don't really know I was going to say that I don't know the NBA's finances. I know what I what I do know is that they have like a revenue share. So that means like the revenue sp- is spread out. So like say like the number one the team that made the most money at the be- in the year would say like the Lakers because they're the mo- one of the most popular teams. Yeah. they have to split some of their earnings and then give it to the bottom teams that didn't make as much money. Oh, I and didn't so, know like, that. Yeah, they have... A, and in the NBA, they have a call of revenue sharing. And then, like, the, three, the top five teams, like Chicago, New York, LA, those teams, they make a lot of money, but they have to give some of that money to the bottom teams because it's an organization.
0: It's yeah. a comunismo, man. That's, that's some Fidel Castro <laughs> crap right there. <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs>
1: so, expanding the league... Yeah, it'll help, but one of the big reasons that they haven't expanded is because of that reason. Because the teams on the top don't want to expand more because they don't want to give more money
0: to the bottom. To point. the bottom, of it, yeah. Now, financial aside, do you guys feel like that's a smart move just for the league in general, having adding those two more teams? Like, what, what are your thoughts on it? Just anything, just whether it's financial just, or just anything. I
3: just anything. feel weird, bro, like having a little draft and stuff. Like, I just feel weird about that, bro.
0: Yeah,
1: you don't like, like it. Maybe- it's 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 cool. I mean it's not I mean in our what in the last fifteen years, when have you really seen an expansion? I think the last expansion team was like the Charlotte bobcats. And there wasn't yeah. really an expansion team because they used to have a team or something like that. So we yeah. during like our generation we haven't really seen that. But I don't know. I
2: don't the, really the, think... last time, the last time we got a new team was the Thunder, but
1: like
0: you, you said, you know, it wasn't really an expansion team. Because it was a Seattle went.
1: Yeah, yeah. The Charlotte was, like, the first, like, the last organic team that just, like, out of nowhere, they made one, I think. I'd be
2: excited to see that, you know, just to see what players will go to those new teams. And, and, you know, just I'd be excited to have two new teams that you could watch more games. I don't know, bro. Obviously, it has to bring millions more into the league because that's two entire new – one or two entire new fan bases of millions of people that are going to be watching those games, bringing money into the NBA. So of course the income is going to be much greater.
1: Yeah. The NBA already the NBA already said that um if they're going to expand the first team that's going to the first city that's going to get a team is Seattle. They said that like it's going to be Seattle.
0: See, they're going to have their no team problem back. with that. <laughs> I have no problem with that. I've heard Seattle is a beautiful city, man. It'll be Seattle. And there's a lot lines. of
3: money. I, I've, heard nice. the, I've heard. I've heard Seattle is the worst city in the country. It'll be
2: Seattle. <laughs> Follow a lot of racist people. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's, that's why I don't go there. They got money though, so I'd love to sell them some properties.
3: Yeah, they got money. <laughs> but good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, y'all got any final thoughts before we wrap it up? I
3: think I'm good over here with the with the thoughts. I'm uh, glad to be here with you guys once again, and uh, uh, we had some good conversations today. You know, got pretty lengthy. Um, so you know, just like always, man, I'm just glad to be here and. And talk with you guys and thank you to everybody that's listened this far or has listened at all uh we appreciate all the all the support
0: thank you yeah man your, i just w- thank you for your beautiful words so well you're, you're so inspirational
1: <laughs> yeah man i just want to say thanks for having me on guys it was a pleasure honestly it was like an hour maybe a little bit less but like you just flew by it was awesome talking to you guys and thank you for everybody for supporting the the podcast It's awesome to be on, really, anytime.
0: Thank you, man. We appreciate you being here. We enjoyed your company as well, bro. Neil, any final thoughts? I
2: want to say say thank you to Alex for joining us today. Uh, I enjoy hearing his knowledge. I know he has a lot of knowledge, especially when it comes to crypto. And, you know, he's as big of a basketball fan as as us, and he's part of the same basketball league. So, you know, he's as passionate about the sport as we are, so it's nice to have him here. Uh, Thank you guys for the support as well. You know, I'm glad to be back. I actually missed... uh, recording with you guys so hopefully we continue to make more episodes this year
0: absolutely i missed it too man we always have a great time when we get together so to all our listeners like alex said we appreciate you guys thank you for listening and uh thank you to to all of you guys uh joelle Neil, alex for uh accompanying us uh we hope that everyone listening has a great day thank you again